James Hollywood Machikari. Join me Monday through Friday for Motorcycle Mayhem Morning Show on YouTube Live, Facebook, and all major podcasting platforms where we talk about all the major biker news going on in the scene. Rock on! What's up, everyone? We are actually live today. Usually, I'll record the news the night before and then premiere it. That way, over in YouTube, they have the chat, Facebook. But let me tell you, oh, Hollywood last night got too much on the 420, baby. Too much on the 420. So, you know, let's just say that we couldn't get the video in. And I said, you know what? It's cool. I haven't done a live in forever. So, here I am. What's up in the chat room, everybody? How you guys doing, man? Uh, it's actually a good freaking day today. It's uh, pretty decent, pretty decent. And uh, it's supposed to be nice out for the riding weather. Uh, actually, uh, me and a friend went out yesterday with uh, China Dow and got myself a half a hog, man, for an awesome freaking price. Usually... During the winter time, I'll pack my freezer with some hog, and if I go out and get some deer, yeah, you know, we're pretty set for the friggin' winter time. So anyway, we're going to have part three of the Pagans deal, as well as, you know, some stuff from out in North Dakota. It's going to be one of them news days. What do you guys think about the country, man? It's on fire right now. Brianna Taylor, I think they indicted the one cop, and it wasn't for murder. You know, I can't see how they're going to get him on murder. That was a legal freaking bust, man. It was a no-knock warrant. They were getting shot at. What do you think's going to happen? Now I'm going to start popping off some damn rounds. But they needed a scapegoat. So... Here we are again. Here we are again. Uh, the riots were happening last night. Actually, we're going to cover, uh, before we get into the Pagans deal, a cop got shot, a couple of them in Louisville, man. And you know what? I'm kind of surprised that this has happened in Louisville, Kentucky, because it is Kentucky. Uh, they usually don't put up with that crap down there. I know if this was Mississippi or something, it wouldn't be playing out too good, or West Virginia. Uh, but I guess a large contingent of Patriots showed up full gear and armed and ready to go on this deal. This country, man, uh, yesterday the president came out and said, yeah, this is probably going to end up in the Supreme Court with the election because the lefty uh, liberal loony or the loony leftists, as I call them, uh, they got this mail-in ballot scheme going. Uh, we're not going to know who the president is on election night. There's going to be all kinds of challenges. And I think that's the way they wanted to do it. No, you got hosts from CNN saying, you know, let's burn down the whole system. That's the way these people think. That's the way these people think. They're disgusting. They'd rather burn down this country than to accept the loss. These damn crybabies for the last four years has gotten really out of hand. That's why it's very important that you get out and vote, take somebody with you, get and get them to vote, 
And let's get this steam rolling, man, and get these uh, loony leftists out of a freaking uh, office. So let's go into the chat room over on YouTube. We got John. Jamon. There you go, Mike. Outlaw uh, Harm Henry. All oh, the regulars are out in there. How you guys doing? Have you guys? We got actually a crossover going. Uh, whew, man, do we got a crossover going? Uh, over on the Hollywood and China Dow show. It's going pretty damn good, man, if you ask me over there. Yeah, we had some uh, talk last night, and it's like, uh, woo-woo, was it spicy in there. How you doing, Jeremiah? Uh, how's the video playing out right now? Because I got a warning. Please check the video resolution. Well, you know, <laughs> it is what it is. Uh, that's uh, why most of the time I go and do, you know, the premieres but anyway let's go into our biker news you know enough of me talking man enough of me talking okay here we go fox news louisville police officer shot amid brianna taylor protests suspect is in custody the officers were said to be in stable condition. This by Michael Ruiz and Bree Stimson. Yes, the loony left has lost it. You know, it's like they all—they just want a freaking reason to riot. That's all it is. They're a bunch of schlocks. You know, they're being financed. It's, it's unbelievable. Sad state of affairs. Two police officers were shot in Louisville, Kentucky on Wednesday night as protesters flocked to the street to rally against the death of Brianna Taylor. What they didn't tell you. Yeah, she was an EMT and all that stuff, a first responder. But her boyfriend was a drug dealer. Yes, in her apartment, he shot at the cops. And usually I don't take the cops' side for anything. But, you know, give me a break. They were doing their freaking job here. You know, they were getting fired at. I know I'd put some rounds through the door myself. Uh, shortly after a police news conference, reports emerged on social media that a third police officer may have been injured. The two police off, uh, victims confirmed by authorities were being treated at a hospital for non-life-threatening injuries. In term, Louisville Metro Police Department Chief Robert Schroeder said in a short news conference, quote, one is alert and stable. The other officer is currently undergoing surgery and stable, Schroeder said, adding that one suspect was in custody. The suspect was not identified and potential charges were not available. One officer was shot in the abdomen below a bulletproof vest while the other was shot in the thigh. Uh, yeah, it's getting pretty wicked down there, man. I think this is uh, the beginning. And with these damn freaking uh, protests, man, it's not going to look good for the loony left. Uh, there is a lot of people starting to get really pissed off about this, man. Enough's enough. Uh, yeah, hey, by the way, the Cubbies want a playoff spot. You know, I, you know, I'm a Cubby fan. Anyway, Schroeder said the shootings happened at the intersection of First and Broadway. It was unclear whether the protest played a role in the shootings. Well, come on, stop being stupid. We all know. 
Uh, I am uh, very concerned about the safety of our officers. I think the safety of our officers and the community we serve is of the utmost importance. They probably had people flying in again. You know, most of the protesters are flew in. There's major backing, and I still don't get why the attorney general can't get freaking charges rolling against these. But hey, there is, uh, you know, there's a two-tier system in this country where the rich get away. Anyway, that is going on right now. Uh, now we're going to go into part three and our final three of this commission report about the pagans. I felt it very important that our listenership, our subscribers, know some of the stuff that's in this report. This is the kind of stuff that Leo does to MCs. A lot of this report is hypocritical. A lot of this report it goes against one thing they said in one paragraph uh, to another. It's like back and forth. They're talking out of the back, uh, you know, both sides of their mouths. So, the commission identified several other recent incidences, and you know, again, this is part three. You're gonna want to see one and two. Uh, where the pagans endangered public safety. These events included wanton attacks on individuals who had no known affiliation with the pagans, as well as instances where innocent victims were caught in the middle of dangerous acts perpetrated by the bikers. Right there is what gets everybody freaking profiled. They're talking about a motorcycle club, right? Then all of a sudden, they blanket statement all bikers caught in the middle of dangerous acts perpetrated by the bikers. The general public does not separate clubs and bikers. All they know is this report said bikers so they're gonna assume everybody's like what they're trying to put in this report false or not that's what's happening they claim among the attacks a patron at the tavern in the Neptune city was punched in the head and knocked unconscious by a pagan the man had been speaking with a woman in the bar before the pagan approached and assaulted him, according to the police report of the incident. How many times have you gone in a bar and you have a damn drunk messing with the woman or messing with your old lady? So what do you do? You're gonna knock the hell out of them. Me, I don't like going in the bars. Because people poke on me saying, nice tattoos this, nice tattoos that. So I can just imagine why he did it. They don't say, well, this drunk might have been messing with this old lady. No, because he was wearing pagan colors and knocked somebody out. It's his fault. Two pagans assaulted a relative of a gang member at the man's work site in South Jersey. 
The victim said the bikers told him it was payback for mistreatment of their fellow pagan. And that if he called the police, his family would be attacked. I call BS. A member is not going to involve the club in their personal family business. Why in the hell would anybody do that that's in a club? That's why this one right here really makes no sense. You think that I'm going to have club brothers mess with my own blood family? You're stupid. That just don't go down. I think that's BS. A pagan allegedly involved in a fight outside of a union bar fled the scene and was observed on a residential door video camera throwing a weapon under a parked car. Well, I'd never seen this one in the news. Or are you taking incidences that are like 20 years old? Come on, you can tell us. You know, where's your citation for this? You don't, you know, usually there's citations to prove your point. There's none of them in any one of these examples. They go on. Extortion, muscle for hire, and the mob. The commission found the pagans remained involved in various types of extortion plots and muscle for hire schemes. In some of these operations, the pagans have formed alliances with other organized crime uh, groups in furtherance of unlawful activity. Earlier in the port, you admitted that it's only a few that do it. You admitted that in the pagans' bylaws, which motorcycle club members take very serious, that if you do something illegal, you are on your own. Again, are we going to the 1970s and 80s or 90s in this report? Legitimate businesses, primarily bars and restaurants, have long been targeted by the pagans in extortion schemes. Again, I call BS. This is 2020. This isn't TV. And bikers sure to hell ain't gonna extort a working man. A small business. I don't believe that at all. The commission described how outlaw motorcycle gangs... Oh! Now you're bringing others into this. To try to prove your point. And you're citing a report in 2004, The Changing Face of Organized Crime in New Jersey. Under this approach, and this is a quote, Gang members assume control of a business such as tavern or bar by frequently uh, going to the establishment through their menacing presence, driving away the regular clientele. A member of the club then approaches the owner offering protection. That was 1970s. 1980s. That don't happen anymore. Give me a freaking break, man. It, that's the type of example you want to use?
I call BS. More recently, the commission found numerous proprietors of businesses in South Jersey had fallen victim to these types of shakedowns. In the latest version of the scheme, ooh, latest version, so there's other versions. Pagans visit establishments prior to the start of the summer season and demand the owner make weekly protection payments according to law enforcement. In this day and age, people call cops all the friggin' time. A scheme like this wouldn't work like it used to in the past decade. Come on, man. Police believe the refusal to make such payments was part of what led to an assault of a Wildwood bar owner who was beaten with a pull stick. So he was beaten with a pull stick soon after he objected. So is that what the bar owner's telling you? Is there any video of this incident? You know, the kind of video uh, evidence showing your officers who were drunk on duty flashing their badges against the pagans in, what was it, Pittsburgh or something? That same type of deal? But I guess there's no evidence, right? The pagans have also extorted payments from motorcycle clubs that seek to fly their colors. <laughs> oh, come on! Really? Or ride Harley-Davidson bikes in South Jersey. Pagans in that region have contacted and informed these clubs that they must pay monthly dues to the gang or disband. Are you talking about the Confederation of Clubs in North Jersey? Where all clubs pay into it for the benefit of the member clubs and, you know, the fight against motorcycle profiling or this kind of crap? Is that what you're talking about? Or to ride Harley-Davidson bikes in New Jersey? What are they, a Harley police? Come on! These clubs are typically uh, comprised of recreational riders who do not participate in criminal activity. One club was told the pagans must authorize it and that each member must pay monthly dues of $10. Really? Okay, such a big criminal organization, according to you, and they're only asking for $10? $10. That sounds like a confederation deal, $10 a month. The commission found the pagans work in partnerships with other criminal groups to execute various schemes. Evidence uncovered during the course of the investigation suggests the pagans continue to assist La Costa Nostra in the collection of gambling or lawn sharking debt. A trend that was reported in the SCI's 2004 report. You're still going off of 2004, man. That was what, 16 years ago or some crap like that? Further, the commission found pagans also have also provided the muscle to collect payments and extortion schemes run by other criminal groups, such as the skinheads. You know what? That is total bullshit. The, you're not going to regulate a biker club underneath the skinheads. They're a bunch of teenagers.
The investigation revealed the pagans have our uh, ready access to weapons and ammunition. We all do. It's called the Second Amendment. And a member in need of a gun can usually obtain one from one uh, another pagan. <laughs> okay. One confidential source. Oh, there we go. A confidential rat testified that he was provided with a weapon on more than one occasion when he was ordered to go on mandatory runs as a pagan prospect. Local police uh, found uh, pagans in possession of a wide variety of armaments, including guns, brass knuckles. You know what? I need to get a good pair of brass knuckles and can't find any one anywhere, man. So if you got a line, let me know. And knives. In numerous vehicle stops of pagan members during the 2019 roar to the shore, police discovered three weapons and several rounds of the particularly uh, lethal hollow point bullets during a vehicle stop of an out-of-state pagan. Maybe it was, a, it was legal where he was coming from. So anyway... That is part three. Then it goes into the challenges of law enforcement. Again, I'll put the link to the description box. I'm not going to keep on going into the propaganda crap. My final thoughts on this at the end of the show. Going up to the Bismarck Tribune. Fourth stabbing gang suspect arrested. The fourth uh, suspect in the July 3rd stabbing incident in Mandon was arrested and posted bail. Nash Wollen, 48, of Williston, turned himself in Monday morning at the Morning County Law Enforcement Center and was arrested by Morning County Sheriff's Office. He was released at 145. Uh, Wollen and uh, Gerard uh, Glasser, uh, then they give it, a, you know, their names and stuff. The other three men are in custody pending $100,000 bail. Authorities on September 11th issued warrants for the men in connection with a stabbing during a July 3rd street dance outside the Silver Dollar Bar in Mandon. Authorities allege, now this is allege, the four are members or spying members, they don't even know which one's which, of the Sons of Silence Motorcycle Club and attacked a member of the rival Hells Angels. My question is... Why were they even arrested? Why was even charges frigging, you know, filed again? You know, if this is the case, last time I checked, you know, clubs don't fire all uh, charges against each other. Just saying. A man not associated with either motorcycle clubs suffered multiple stab wounds. Okay. And a collapsed lung. You know, it sounds like uh, that associate should be, you know, asked, you know, politely, hey, man, don't, uh, you know, press charges. The U.S. Department of Justice, we all know this, labels the Sons of Silence and the Hells Angels as outlaw motorcycle gangs. North Dakota has historically been territory claimed by the Sons. This, according to the police. Another club in recent years joined the Hells Angels, which Sons of Silence members may have seen as a challenge. Well, you know what happened. I ain't going to get into that until the final thoughts. Anyway, Harley Davidson, what's up, baby? You know I got to get on you. Uh, I like this kind of article. It went from, and you know they got a new CFO, right? They hired her from Tyson Foods. 
So now you got executives that were a shoe company and a food company. Nothing to do with motorcycles, baby. Anyway, Scorpio Fallen. How Harley Davidson went from Trump's favorite motorcycle. You know what? You always got to bring Trump into it. My God. Uh, I do like the safety film they had. Uh, yeah, it was pretty cool. Uh, let's go here. It's not hard to see why Harley Davidson is one of those storied brands like Levi or Coca-Cola that represent America to itself and to the rest of the world. But over the past years, Harley's traditional strengths, including the quintessential Americanness, have become its biggest liabilities. I ain't gonna go and bump on Trump. That's stupid stuff. Uh, basically, let's see here. Zeet's play has been to cut cost and slow down production. In by eliminated more than 700 jobs. Leave it to the shoe, man. You know what? What, do you got a freaking problem against like Al Bundy or something? You pissed at him or something? You got to go after all the Harley workers now? Uh, in the short term, he needs to get Harley's bleeding under control. I don't think you're going to be able to. But in the longer term, he has a bigger problem. How can he reshape Harley's brand so it can appeal to people under 50? And who will those younger customers be? You know what? Let's go into our final thoughts on that one. Uh, anyway, Jacksonville.com choreographs Wall of Shame. He's got a new podcast going, man. You guys should check it out. Put in uh, the link and stuff like that, Corey, uh, so people will check you out. Jacksonville police officer arrested. Woman said he sought inappropriate photos. You wouldn't say a cop would do that. Come on. <laughs> a Jacksonville police officer has been arrested after a woman said he tried to arrange the return of her property in exchange for inappropriate photos. Under Sheriff Pat Ivey said. Brian Robert Pace, 36, was jailed earlier Monday on a second-degree felony charge of bribery of a public servant. Pace had uh, handled the reported theft of a woman's cell phone and other property in May, Ivy said. The officer got in touch with the woman sometime later, saying the items had been found. However, Pace offered to return the woman's possessions if he, she sent him inappropriate photos over the phone. Mm -hmm. she wanted, he wanted some nudies, baby. Ivy said Pace had contacted the woman again recently and asked about the meeting. Uh, her in person to return the property. They were to meet Sunday night, but investigators were waiting. You got busted, baby. <laughs> oh, my goodness gracious. Mm -mm -mm. Get your most unbiased and trusted biker news now at HarleyLiberty.com. Founded in 2012, Insane Throttle Biker News has been the place that all bikers come for what's happening in the scene. Go over now and bookmark HarleyLiberty.com. Rock on. Okay, we are back. How you guys doing? I couldn't uh, see what was going on in the chat room at that time because I was on a different screen. So you see why I got to edit all the time because, you know, it happens. Uh, but anyway, that pagan report I call BS. And that was sent to the governor 
And if you read the whole report, you're going to see why a lot of that stuff was said. A lot of the suggestions that came from uh, this commission was, yes, the number one thing that police need training, police need money. Don't you find it funny that there are a lot of bikers right now, which they put us all in the same group on that one. You guys had to see that. You cannot be freaking stupid not to see how that report was being played for uh, law enforcement propaganda. Sad state of affairs right there. But you've seen in the report that well, law enforcement officers need this, they need that, uh, to combat this big menace. But what I find funny was throughout the report how they were talking out of both sides of their mouths. Both sides of their mouths on this whole report. You know, if this went in front of a jury, just say, you know, let's, you know, put out an example. If this went to a jury... And the defense brought this up, this report. They already busted themselves, you know, making, trying to make their own argument. It says that it's not an organized deal. They admitted that it's only a few that do it and the rest don't know about it. That don't sound too organized to me. Now, you're going around calling them a gang. Well, I'm going to tell you, a gang don't sit at the damn table and vote on stuff. No, a gang has their freaking boss and what the boss says goes. So the representation that this whole commission made... I believe was made with mistruths, and I'm talking coming from the middle here, because if they did something stupid, I'd be the first one to say it. You know, but me, I'm trying to go down to, you know, the middle of this, and as you go in the middle, it's like you see everything come alive. So when you read that report, if you do, make sure you come at it with equal eyes. That's when the hypocrisy starts paying off. And I think it really turns to the pagans' favor. That's what I mean by hypocrisy paying off. Actually makes the motorcycle club look good. Because they got to admit a lot of stuff. Because some of that stuff looked like bylaws to me. And you know it was an informant, and they even said it in there, a confidential informant, that gave them this. And one of the things that the clubs can learn from the pagans is, if you go in front of a commission, all you do is freaking say, you know what, I like to freaking use my Fifth Amendment right and then shut up. The pagans set a good example of that. Most you know clubs haven't faced the commission. Usually they use these commissions for Costa Nostra or the outfit. But 
I guess they had to use it for the pagans because, uh, the, according to them, a couple incidences out of a bar makes them so dangerous. You cannot tell me if you're in a bar and somebody comes up to your old lady and talks crap, you ain't going to defend her? Bull. You're going to defend her, all right. So an incident like that, they're citing, and then this, you know, clubs are going around extorting bar owners. Come on, give me a break. You know, bikers are working men. You really think they're going to go after a freaking bar owner who's working their ass off? Because we all know bar owners ain't freaking rich. They go day by day by day to try to make it. And look what these freaking, these freaking uh, governors are doing to these small businesses. They got them on lockdown. Uh, it just came out, uh, what was it, today? Our region of Illinois where I'm at. Oh, we might have to have bars serve customers outside. You know what? Enough of this crap. Business owners are having a hard enough time. But to say that the pagans are going to try to go after them and extort them? Give me a damn break, man. That's just ass nine. It's untrue. Anybody with a damn brain can see that and then you know most of the instances you brought up had to do with fights or disagreements not one citation did you bring up to support your cases on this other stuff you guys go after uh, Conan with a vengeance, man. You already know what's going on. They're trying to set him up for Rico. But in the bylaws, you say there's 13 members that decide everything. So it's just not one man. From what I hear, he's a damn good freaking guy. He don't want none of that drugs. He don't want none of that stuff where... It brings heat on the club. But you don't put that in your report. This report, if you look at it logical, you see what it is. It has to do with getting money. Maybe instead of going after clubs, you can get your cops under control where this country isn't burning. The riots last night again. And what's it for? Because you morons, you had to kneel on somebody's neck. You had to shoot somebody in the back. But hey, I think that one was actually uh, supposed to happen. <laughs> you know, the guy went for a knife, so I can't beat on that one. But come on. I wish there was this kind of freaking movement when Waco happened. Bikers had four people shot by cops. Four. You didn't see all these protests then. Oh, wait a second. 
it was white boys. So it doesn't matter. You know, we got this white privilege shit going on. <laughs> so if you got white privilege, you ain't entitled to fair justice under the law. But if you have somebody that busts in, you know, the cops had you were getting shot at from inside the apartment. You had a drug dealer in there, but because he was black, we got to set the whole country on fire. But not because of us white privileged bikers, right? And that's another thing that's really funny. A lot of these club members have a lot of problems paying freaking dues. If they're so gangster, like you're claiming, they're working for the outfit. Or uh, La Costa Nostra, it's freaking different on the East Coast. You think they have some cash in their pockets. You know, I know some collectors that are pulling in between 3 and 5 G's a week here in Chicago. So I don't think that $100 dues would be hard to pay if this was the truth. But you all know it's not the truth. You're reaching all the way back to 2004. 2004. From a report that was actually written in 2004, but probably concentrated on the 90s and the 80s at that time. So that's what you're quoting for your evidence? See, that's why the general public is asinine. Because they do not do their research at all. That's the problem with this country, if you ask me. People don't research. And that's what's destroying everything. Motorcycle club profiling is very real. Very real. You see it right in this report. Why it's real. And it's not just clubs anymore. As you've seen in that report. They put bikers. So do you think the citizens are going to distinguish between regular bikers and club members? No. And it's done on purpose because they don't like bikers. Because we're free. And one thing I don't understand is law enforcement. What the hell here? You're going through all kinds of hell right now. And you had bikers come to your freaking uh, sides. Shit. You had the Vagos come out and help you. But you bastardized them for doing it. You do not have many friends out there. And I think the bikers would be your first ones that you say, hey, thank you to. But instead, like usual, you go after them. You go after them just as your buddies start up Leo clubs trying to act like them. Your buddies. Now, you were talking about bar incidences with the pagans in that report. 
I know for a fact around here, there was an incident when a cop club went into a bar, act all bad and tough. Next thing you know, a couple of the citizens didn't like what was going on and they started a fight. Well, guess what happened? When they were getting their ass handed to them, they pulled the badges, pulled the guns. Next thing you know, they become cops, not club members. Why ain't they on your commission report? It doesn't fit your narrative, that's why. If you were fair, you'd have them in your report. Does anybody have a study out there that they can point me to that has to do with law enforcement motorcycle clubs? Do you have anything that you can give me? I'd really like to see that report. That way I can dissect it like I just did this one. So what do you guys think, man, of that report? Hopefully you guys are going to actually read it. I think it's going to be a very big eye-opener for you, like it was for me. That thing going up in North Dakota, all I have to say is I can't believe charges were freaking actually pressed. Uh, a lot of clubs, <laughs> well, a lot of people don't understand uh, the territory stuff. And it always seems to be one club that always causes the problems, man. You know, everybody says everybody should get along. How would you like somebody walking into your house and plopping their ass on the couch, eating your food without your permission? That is the best way to explain it. Let's put it another way. West Coast. They have a lot different culture, even though we're all Americans, than us in the Midwest. So, you want to bring your West Coast culture into the Midwest, ain't going to make people happy. Because let's admit, you got a lot of loony leftists out there. We do too, but we think a lot different than you people out there. We're the Midwest, man. <laughs> we're Chi-Town. Uh, we're Indianapolis. You know, going up north, we believe in different values than you do in California. Maybe that's why they say California is always ahead of the curve. It takes us a while to catch up. We don't like dingbats. We don't like stupid people. So when you bring that kind of culture into another area, you wonder why there's pushback? I'm just saying, man. I'm just not. I'm trying not to be a dick about it. But it's always the one club. And that's coming from down the middle. That all these problems start out with. If you know one club's been in a certain area for decades, why the hell would you want to put one there? Knowing it's going to cause problems. So you to put another uh, friggin' state in your fucking pocket to make yourselves look good? 
Not everybody looks upon that as cool, man. And then when you do that, you know people are going to go to jail. You know people are going to get shot up. But you do it as a rep? I don't get it, man. I really don't. And you wonder why. That's the answer to you guys who always say, why can't we get along? Because you wouldn't want a dude coming in your house without your permission. You don't share the same beliefs as them people coming in from a different uh, section of the country. That's your freaking, it's right there. That's my thoughts on that North Dakota stuff. Harley Davidson, my God. Everybody, all you have to do is see some of my previous videos, what I think about Harley. It is sad that now they have a CEO that came from a shoe company. Now, admittedly, he did turn that brand around. That shoes are a lot different than freaking Harley Davidson's, though. They do have a problem where 50 is the usual age for Harley. You have a problem with the younger generation because they think Harley Davidson is a grandfather's bike. Or grandmother's bike. You got to come out with better models that appeal to them. Because you're lagging way behind the other friggin' manufacturers in that one. And then, of course, Corey Graff's wall of shame. What can I say, man? What can I say? Same old stuff with them cops. They freaks, man. They freaks. So... That was your uh, rare uh, live show, man. Uh, usually, again, I do the premieres, but it is actually cool watching and talking as uh, everything's going on in the chat rooms. Uh, hey, we even got China Doll in here. Holy crap. Don't forget that, man. Hollywood and China Doll show. China Doll freaky, man, over on that other YouTube channel. She's actually going to be doing, you know, mini videos, uh, doing her own playlist and stuff coming up. But she a freak, man. She a freak. She gives me a run for my money, man. Really does. So go over there and, uh, check that out uh i think uh you'd really like that uh, again it's the hollywood and china doll show if you just want to put that in youtube so with that you guys uh have a good one it's 420 time you guys woke me up early man no i'm just kidding man uh so you guys be careful uh it's supposed to be nice in illinois man so get out there and ride you have some fun uh with that i'll talk to you guys later show is now available on Spotify and all major platforms including iHeartRadio, iTunes, Stitcher, and more. Don't forget to become a subscriber on any one of these platforms so you can be notified right away when our weekly episode is uploaded so you never miss an episode. Hi, this is James Hollywood Machikari. Join our YouTube channel and get Motorcycle Madhouse and tons of videos related to the bikers. Join now by subscribing for free and become part of the crowd today. Always free and always entertaining. Don't forget to visit us at www.harleyliberty.com for your daily biker news. Rock on!